Welcome to the Speaking Words of Life for Educators podcast, where we shine a bright light on your incredible call of carrying the kingdom of God into your classroom, school, and community. It's here that you'll be transformed by the truth of your identity and activated to live the full life Jesus paid for. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to get ready to be encouraged, strengthened, and activated today in your position in the world of education. I am so glad you're here. Welcome back, Kingdom Educators. I am looking forward to this second part two, or I guess it's just part two, (laughs) with (laughs) Melinda Wilson today from Face to Face Ministries. I hope you go back and listen to part one if you have not already. It was amazing. She shares about just the heart behind the Emmanuel approach inner healing model and how we as teachers can really deal with those triggers that can stop us up. And when we get more free, when we pay attention to what's happening in our hearts, when we honor our feelings and we let the Lord show us what's happening behind the feelings, we really take the time to do the heart work that's needed to have not only greater impact in our classrooms, but it impacts our families, the way we parent our own children and we impact generations. And for, for many, for many of us, that's city transformation. Like what we do for our students, it goes to their families and their families and on and outward. And so the more free we can get in our hearts, the more opportunity Jesus gets in and through us to get his reward for what he paid for. So today we have um, the privilege of connecting again with Melinda. She is going to lead us through a heart healing session using the Emmanuel approach. So you'll get a little taster today. And then just as a reminder, I'm going to drop all her contact information in the podcast description below. So if you want to take a look at how to connect with Melinda Wilson or Kathy Little, I will have all of that below because they've got some great training, podcast resources, and one-on-one ministry as well. So welcome again, Melinda. Thank you. It's just, it really truly is an honor. And like I said, in part one, it is fun to be on the other side, uh, not doing the interviewing. So thank you. And I'm, <laughs> I am, I am trying to avoid saying, ah, uh, because I realize as an editor as well, that <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I said way more us than I thought. <laughs> That's so funny. Cause I took a speaking class in college and we played a game where we actually went around and had to speak on a topic and people would hit the table every time you said, ah, uh. so I think the same thing. <laughs> we don't oh, no, realize how much we're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's very true. <laughs> well, welcome back. Thank you. And, and there will be just for your listeners. So they'll know there's going to be pauses and moments of silence. This is intentional. There is nothing wrong with your phone, your radio, your (laughs) podcast app, whatever you're listening through, because it is time to listen, time to connect with your own heart. And yeah, just so you're aware of that and work sometimes a little bit afraid of silence and we're going to have a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm not interviewing Melinda is leading an actual experience. (laughs) If you're riding in the car, wondering what's going on, we're going through an experience today of tuning in. So we're excited to do that. Yeah. So you let me know when I should start. Yeah, go. (laughs) I think I'm ready. 
I think that the only introduction I would give Melinda is that just like I said, in part one, which you'll definitely want to go back and listen to, um, Melinda just lays the groundwork for why, why the heart work and how to pay attention. Like even when you wake up in the morning of how am I feeling and honoring those feelings and then taking those to the Lord and just asking, and she put her hand on her heart. I know you probably can't see this if you're listening, but put her hand on her heart, just as a sign to yourself that you're tuning in and that your feelings are not wrong, but honoring them and taking the time to, to listen in. And so Melinda's going to take some time with us today to lead us through a little bit of heart work. Yeah, I am really honored to do this. And I'll just give a brief uh, outline for those of you who like to know kind of where we're going. It, first of all, it's this is backed by brain science. So what we're doing is not some kind of weird new age thing. This is the Emmanuel approach was founded by Dr. Carl Lehman, a psychiatrist and who discovered, and now we're by, because of brain scans, the power of appreciation and gratitude and sitting in and experiencing and allowing ourselves body, mind, soul, spirit to connect to a moment that we feel appreciation, where we feel joy and savoring it and connecting with all five senses. So that's what we're going to do in that place then of gratitude and appreciation. We're in the front part of our brain. That's called like the relational center, the relational, uh, in fact, he calls it relational circuits. When those are on and firing, we can be more like ourselves. We're more receptive. We can be more teachable. We can listen more effectively to ourselves, to the Lord and to others. That's what gratitude and appreciation do. And Emmanuel, as many of you know, means God with us. It's one of the names of Jesus, but it's not just a name. It's his, who he is, his character. And when we connect in that place of gratitude and appreciation in a particular memory or moment, we know, well, we know cognitively that Jesus is always with us. He says that, but we're not always aware of his presence. And so then I'll invite you when you're feeling this gratitude and appreciation and sitting in that appreciation moment to ask Jesus to show you where he is. And this is, again, not guided imagery. I'm never going to tell you what to imagine as far as like, oh, he has a beard and a mustache. No, it's just, Jesus, would you show me where you were with me in this memory? And let whatever comes into your awareness come. And it could be a sensation. It could be what you see. It could be what you feel here. But if we truly believe that Jesus is never leaving us or forsaking us, then we can see him or be aware of his presence in that place. So that's what we're going to do. The guided part of this is just helping you come into a place of appreciation. So that's the first thing I'll do. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes as you listen to this, um, if you are in a place where you can relax, that is what I always recommend because if we're in this stressed out state, we can't really be in a place of receptivity of teachable, of being able to connect relationally with anybody if we're really stressed out. And so if you're in a position where you can relax, close your eyes, if you're comfortable doing that, I would invite you to do that now. If you are driving, that's okay. Just keep driving or pull off if you want to. This is just going to be a few moments, a few minutes of your time. But that's how we're going to start. 
So if you're in a place where you are can get comfortable, get comfortable in your chair and take a few deep breaths. And for me, it helps me to put my hand on my heart. And that just reminds me that I am present for these few minutes. I don't have to rush anywhere. I don't have to go anywhere. I'm just with me and Jesus. The first name that God ever introduced himself as was I am. So we get to experience the I am-ness of the Lord for a few moments. So simply tune into your breath for a minute. Take a few deep breaths. This will help resettle your nervous system to that parasympathetic nervous system of rest and relaxation. And if you find yourself getting distracted, just let those distracting thoughts kind of float away. Just notice your breath and breathing as deeply as you can into your stomach. Notice yourself relaxing as you do that. And if sometimes I even will shrug my shoulders and lower them, we carry around a lot of tension that we don't even realize we're doing. It's just kind of lifting them up and then dropping them. And noticing any tension or stress or anxiety in your body. And just picturing your breath going to those places. Oxygen brings life. Just continue to breathe, noticing your breath. I'm going to invite you to allow yourself to picture your mind wander back to a moment in your life. And it could be yesterday. It could be today. It could be 10 years ago, but a moment in your life of joy, of peace, of appreciation, something that you're grateful for maybe a moment, and it can be really simple, like enjoying ice cream with your child last year or today, or maybe it was a favorite family camping trip or an outing. Maybe it was a birthday, or it could be a time that you had lunch with a friend. That when you think about it, you really feel gratitude, it brings a smile to your face. And I'm going to give you a moment to allow yourself to re-enter that experience using all of your senses, what you could see, hear, taste, feel, smell, if there were any smells, 
Just pull that grateful, gratitude, joy moment back into your awareness. We use our imagination to ponder on things all the time that sometimes bring us fear, anxiety. And so we're just using our imagination that God gave us to picture, to re-enter a moment of joy, a moment of appreciation, a, a happy memory that we have, an experience that makes us feel good. And as you look around that memory, I invite you to focus on what you're seeing. What do you see around you in that memory, in that experience? You might begin to be surprised as you are actually taking a moment to focus on this, that you're seeing things that you forgot that were in that memory. Your brain is recalling information that you had forgotten because you're actually giving it time and space. And then also be aware of what you could hear what sounds are around you in that moment, in that memory? What other senses are coming into your awareness? Were there any smells? What could you feel? If you were outside, what was the weather like? What could you feel on your skin? And then notice what you were feeling. Tune into your emotions into your heart as you look around this joy memory. Allow yourself to recall what you were feeling, how you were feeling in this moment. I invite you to tune into what you appreciate, what you feel grateful for about this particular memory. Maybe it was a person or what was happening. Maybe it was in nature, but what, what's something that you really feel grateful for or appreciative of about this particular memory? 
And I'd invite you to allow that appreciation to magnify, to multiply. And as you do, notice what gratitude and appreciation feel like. When we allow ourselves to intentionally feel gratitude, it tends to multiply. But just notice what gratitude and appreciation feel like in your body, in your emotions. And as you continue to be aware of your emotions and your body and how appreciation feels, I'd invite you, if you feel comfortable, to begin to share just in your heart. If you want to do it out loud, you can, but you can, in your heart, in your mind's eye, share that, direct that appreciation to Jesus the Bible tells us that he is the father of heavenly lights who loves to give good gifts to his children. So these moments in life are gifts from him. So if you feel comfortable to begin to simply direct that feeling of appreciation toward him. And as you do, notice what that feels like. Some of you may already be having an awareness of his presence with you. Once again, reminding us that he is Emmanuel, God with us, promised to never leave us or forsake us. That we can... Ask ourselves, ask our heart, and ask him to show us where he was with us in that memory as we continue to feel and express appreciation toward him. And so as you are in that gratitude, joy, memory, feeling appreciation, you can make a simple heart invitation. Jesus, would you show me where you were in this memory. And then just notice the very first thing that comes into your awareness. Maybe it's a thought, an image, a sensation, a feeling, and a, just a knowing. That simple heart invitation, Jesus, would you show me where you were? And then just notice the very first thing that drops into your awareness.
And if you have a, an awareness, whether visual or hearing or knowing or sensing that he's with you, notice what that feels like. What does it feel like to have that awareness of Jesus with you in that memory? If you're having any struggle in being aware of his presence, it is okay. Continue to do some deep breathing and allowing that appreciation to well up in you. And this is something that takes practice. That's why we call it a practice. <laughs> it's okay if you aren't aware, but if you are, just we're gonna go one step further. So just being aware, looking around that memory, sensing his presence or feeling him, and again, noticing how that is affecting your body, your emotions. And we're just going to ask him a question if you want to. There's nothing that we're doing here today that you have to do, only if you're comfortable doing it. But if you have a connection with him, if you sense a connection with him, I invite you just to direct a question to him and just notice whatever comes into your awareness. Jesus, how do you feel about being with me here? Most often that very first thing that comes across your awareness is, is him and his voice most often sounds like ours. And maybe he reminds you of a scripture, or maybe you have an emotion that comes over you. Maybe it's a picture or just a word. And we're just going to ask him one more question and then we'll wrap things up. If there is a sense of his presence and you want to ask him, Jesus, what is one of your favorite things about me?
I'm staying in that place of connection, of gratitude. I'm going to pray just a very simple blessing prayer. Thank you, Jesus, that you are Emmanuel, God with us. And I thank you for teaching us to become more aware of your presence in a day, in our day-to-day. And Lord, for those who weren't able to experience your living interactive presence, I thank you for just bringing an assurance and comfort that this is something that can take some time and it takes practice and we're rebuilding neural pathways and building new neural pathways with you. And I thank you for each one of these listeners. I thank you for their roles, whether they're raising one child or teaching in a classroom of 30 or teaching in a classroom at home of four, five or two or one. I bless them. And I thank you that they are right where they're supposed to be. And Lord, that you would show them how you feel about them and show them where you are, that Lord, we're growing in our awareness of you and how glad you are to be with us. And we pray these things and thank you for them in Jesus name. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Melinda. I really experienced just an extra special hug from the Lord today. Just going through that myself while you were taking (laughs) us through a practice. I really appreciated that. (laughs) For those of you that heard part one, I've had at least two prayer sessions with Melinda and Kathy, and I've really appreciated both times because I've only experienced Sozo and Theophostic approaches for inner healing. Emmanuel approach has been just a fun other way of getting free. And every time it's been very different than what I expected, but like Melinda and I've had a little bit of conversation outside of this, there's actually some deep healing of even traumas that can happen through this experience of just moving into gratitude. And for me, it's always ends up sitting with Jesus, but you might've experienced him holding your hand or being in front of you, or, but he's with us in that and having that opportunity to go through that. There's, I don't know. I just feel like it lifts something off the shoulders and mm. For the listeners, teachers, I know that sometimes we can, like Melinda said earlier, it's that whole, like, oh, roll your shoulders and just let the stuff come off. It's just, it feels like a breakthrough, like heaviness got lifted off. And I know that Jesus does a work through us paying attention to our hearts and letting him come in and do a healing. So thank you, Melinda, for taking us through an experience, a taster of a manual approach. I really appreciate that. You're so welcome. I'm honored. And I also... Uh, have teaching in my generational line. My grandmother was a teacher in the classroom. My mom was a classroom teacher. My sister is a career 30 year teacher. Um, And so I've heard a bajillion stories, teacher stories. And again, like when my sister shares stories, I laugh and I'm like, better you than me, you know, because (laughs) it really is a calling. Mm -hmm. It is such a high calling. I feel like it is a teacher and a mom. I feel are the highest callings. And yeah, yeah, I honor each of you who are, have said yes to that call again, whether it's two, two of your kids at home, uh, it is a full-time career and it is, yeah. I really believe the highest call. So thank you to your listeners for saying yes to this because yeah. it is not for the faint of heart. I know that it, it is takes courage and bravery. So yes. thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. Planting seeds in the next generation. Mm-hmm raising kids up. I know for me, it's like 
Lord, how, how do we raise kids so that they see themselves like the Lord sees them Mm -hmm. and that opportunity for us to tune into our heart, to let him touch us, helps us to be able to see more of the gold in them and to be able to call that out and to be able to see with Jesus's eyes more clearly. So thank you, Melinda, again, for connecting with us today. And for those of you that, that didn't hear already, Melinda Wilson's connected with face-to-face ministries. You can find their website. They've got a podcast. She and Kathy Little, and they do training around the States. They travel and speak to groups, teaching how to use a manual approach in your sphere of influence. And so if this is something that you would like to learn how to do, it's very easy, hands-on, and there's great science that backs the proven ways that the body actually heals through being touched by the Lord and going through these exercises. And so we're really grateful to have you today. Thanks. And yes, it works yeah. with children. I get asked that oh, a lot. And actually that's so awesome. It, it can work sometimes easier with kids because they don't have that. You know, we adults always want to have an answer for things. Yeah. We want to make sense of things. And with a kid, you can go, Hey, what's a fun, like a younger, you know, than middle school, what's something fun you did today? Yeah. Like that's an appreciation joy story. Yeah. And there's none of that other clutter that gets in the way. And so, and you know, if any of you have kids that have experienced Jesus, like Jesus was with me in the playground. Well, of course he was, you know, and making that, that was another thing I would encourage making that normal so that when kids, you know, are young and they're experiencing Jesus, like he was playing with me on the, you know, in the jungle gym, or I don't even know what you call it anymore these days, but you know, monkey bars, which they probably don't have anymore, but all these new toys, right? (laughs) All the new toys. And so encourage that. Oh, what was he doing? Because that's, that's that is him. And so if you start that young, oh my gosh, and they have an awareness of his, of his presence with them all they're growing up. Can you imagine yeah. Because it's not just wait, oh gosh, where was he with me here? It's he's with me in the mundane. Like yeah. he actually enjoys doing what I do. Well, yeah, he made you that way. I mean, yes. I've asked him what his favorite fruit is. Yeah. This is just a conversation with a friend. But if you normalize it from when kids when they're when they're young, it's like then it will carry to their whole life. Like Jesus mm. likes to play with me. You bet he does. Yeah. And he loves to speak to you and laugh yes. with you and tickle yes. you. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. And I love too, Melinda. I know my daughter and I have been going through Steve Backlund's Ignited Hope Ministries. Let's just laugh mm-hmm. at that. And some of the scriptures are sticking with her. And I know one of the ones we pray on a regular basis is the angel of the Lord encamps around the righteous and they're found safe. I think it's from Psalms 32. We we pray that over. And it was funny because we were going to school at the end of the school year. And she goes, mom, I actually see an angel coming with our car. And it's a girl and she's really big. And oh. she's telling me that I'm going to watch over you all day because Papa God sent her. And I'm like, that's so amazing. I love that. Lord, show me, help me to see that while I'm driving down the road. (laughs) But she said that she saw her most of the day as she was going about her day. And I do, I think that's so huge, Melinda, that we don't, that we encourage our kids seeing and feeling and sensing God's presence and talking with them because it's a normal conversation and he's real and they have less filters not that we can't get to that place too, because we can, but cultivating that now and appreciating it too. 
So that's good. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for all that your ministry has meant to me personally, the ways that it has encouraged my own heart, both what I'm doing with teachers, but also with my family and my stepchildren. I'm just so grateful for what you and Kathy do, Melinda. It's a blessing. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please subscribe to be the first to hear about my newest resources, in-person and online events, and receive my inspiring bi-monthly newsletter by subscribing to speakingwordsoflife.com forward slash declarations. And be sure to find me on the socials at Speaking Words of Life number four educators. Speaking Words of Life for educators. Until next time, don't forget you're a world changer and what you do every day is changing lives.